and welcome to another episode of the Winnipeg Business Podcast, where I bring in Winnipeg's finest businesses to share who they are, what they do, what makes them unique, and what you should look for when dealing with somebody within their industry. So without further ado, let's go. I'm your host, James, and with me today is Chuck Lewis with Expert Electric. He specializes in the electrical power industry. So without further ado, Chuck, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Chuck, and I uh, am General Manager of Expert Electric. Uh, I guess for people who are in the industry of being a landlord, the most important thing is the safety of the tenants. And I think that's the problem that a lot of times we think that, you know what I mean, it's really just about our building and all that kind of, and how we save money, but really it's the safety of the tenants. So the first thing you'd want to concern yourselves with is smoke detectors, carbon monoxide detectors, making sure that they're working. And the only way you can really do that is to go and do monthly audits, or at least every four months do an audit where you go through the apartments, you check to make sure all the smoke detectors, carbon monoxide detectors are working. And also that gives you a chance just to make sure that the apartment's in good shape. And you can check her in the sink, see if there's any mold, if there's any leaks, check the bathroom, see what it looks like. It just gives you like two birds, one stone in that. But most people don't know if you're a landlord that if you don't do audits on your apartment buildings and there's a fire, and all of a sudden the tenant has taken down the smoke detector or taken down the carbon monoxide detector and that person dies in that apartment, you become liable because you haven't done anything to make sure that that tenant's keeping himself safe. So it's landlord's responsibility to make sure that all those safety features are working. It's a wow, so yeah, and, and it really once you start getting into a routine, it's actually good because you're checking up in your property, making sure it's staying in good shape. So it's just less maintenance, less wear and tear. Another really big problem is extension cords, and that's something that uh, tenants all do. They run extension cords in the power here. There's no plug there, and they they bury them under the rugs, and also in the couch is sitting on top. Then the leg pinches the cord, and it creates a fire. So. If your tenants are running a bunch of cords, then just install a plug where needed. It's much easier than your eliminating cords. It might cost you a few dollars, but it might save you a potential fire. Oh, for sure. A uh, huge one in winter is obviously the portable heaters. And those portable heaters, everybody uses them because there's always that cold room. But what most people don't know is that those are called supervisory heaters. So if you plug a portable heater in and you walk out and you go shopping and come back and that place burns the ground, you'll get zero insurance because they're called supervisor heaters because the only way you can use them is if you're in the same room with them. And it's the same with those construction heaters for basements, those big 5,000 watts people put in their garages and all that. Yeah. Those things cannot be plugged in, they have to be hardwired in. So any heater has to be hardwired in. As soon as you plug it in, they're called supervisor heaters, you can't be out of the room with them running. Otherwise you become liable losing your insurance. And that's a very big thing because a lot of people throw them under their desk or throw them in their bedroom and then they go shopping and then all of a sudden like let's face it if there's a fire you as a landlord you're not going to get your insurance so it's always better off just to install heaters where needed and then talk to tenants if they're comfortable in the conditions that they're living in so you know what i think i would want to send this exact episode to certain property um properties that we clean for because yeah, we clean in the evening and sometimes a little small heater is running and that they're just, left all the time. And yeah. then, like I said, and they are the worst ones for starting fires because the cords heat up, they put a rug on top of it, everything like that. And it's just a potential for fire. Some of the other big ones for landlords, and it's just a good business is to, when you're doing your audit is going through and checking the dryers to make sure that the lint traps are cleaned out. Because a lot of times people just keep drying clothes, yeah. drying clothes. checking the ranges, to make sure that there's not a giant buildup of of uh, crowd and whatnot on the inside of the range. So let's face it, if you start your cooking and all of a sudden it's got a big build up and it starts a fire in there, uh, you gotta make sure that they know how to, to put the fire out. And that's another one for landlords. You have to supply fire extinguishers in the kitchens. Ooh. So you gotta make sure that you have something really 
uh, handy for them to be able to grab and it's the right rated one for a kitchen that can put the fire out. Because the last thing you want to do is have a fire in the range and then them go screaming out of the apartment leaving your building <laughs> burned to the ground. So these little audits and these little things like that are really good things. Another thing when you're going through your apartment and when you're talking to your tenant is asking if anything is uh, malfunctioning, if there's anything too loose, like if a plug is loose, if a cord is you know moving around there, it could start a fire. If a switch is loose, it could start a fire. So you want to go through the whole building, make sure that everything in there is nice and secure, in good shape. If there's brown marks where the plug is, make sure there's no burning from loading, like plugging things in. And that's another one too, is like sometimes they'll phone you and they'll say, well, Every time I plug in this and I plug, unplug it, there's a big spark. Well, if you unplug anything under load, it's going to have a spark. So you have to make sure to tell them to turn it off. A lot of these old apart buildings, when they plug two things in on the counter, it pops the breaker. Sometimes all they have to do is take it from the top plug and just put it into the bottom plug because there's split circuits and they'll run totally fine. But it's just one of those ones, little things you have to yeah. play around with to learn. And you can save yourself money because you don't have to run under circuit, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Whoa, this is mind-blowing. Thanks for sharing yeah. your knowledge. Um, so you're saying if a plug is loose when you're yeah. when it's plugged in, then that's already... Yeah, it's already potential because then it's not a nice tight fit. It's just going to arc and spark in there, potentially for heating up the cord and starting a fire. So, oh. you know, I mean, it's really a good idea to make sure that all your plugs and switches are in good shape. Another one is if you have panels inside of your suite, um, fuses or or breakers a lot of times like everyone wants to be their own homegrown electrician which is fine <laughs> but um they oversize the fuses so they'll if they have a, a fuse that's popping all the time they go to the store and they buy a 20 amp or 30 amp they just screw it in and that's potential for over average for the wire which causes a fire you could buy things called fuse rejectors that you screw in and they can only put a 15 amp in that would protect your panel uh and that's a very big thing because once you start doing that you voided your insurance because now you've overloaded the wire right that's good to know. I was just about to ask, does that like your insurance? Yeah. Oh, that's you really got to watch with insurance because insurance companies don't want to pay out. And they really don't want to pay out in rentals when the landlord's not doing his due diligence making sure it's in good shape. So the only way really to protect yourself is do your audits. Like I say, document your audits and have them signed off saying that you've been there. They sign, you sign, that you've checked all the smoke detectors, checked all the plugs. That way, if there's something that ever happened, the fire department comes knocking on your door, you can say, hey, I was just there last month, everything was working. So if they took down those smoke detectors or the carbon monoxide detectors were removed, mm -hmm. the tenant has just done it. Mm -hmm. And so it's just really, especially carbon monoxide, there was that really big scare at that hotel, yeah. that 20, 20 some people, yeah. that's how easy it can be. You can have a furnace that's malfunctioning. If you don't have proper carbon monoxide detectors all through your building, you could be killing a lot of people. So mm -hmm. do your due diligence, make sure everything's in good shape, do your checks, do your audits. That's a lot of gold nuggets that you just dropped in like less than five minutes. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. All right, Chuck. So thanks for sharing your knowledge. That was a lot of information. You yeah. just packed into like less than five minutes. And like my mind's blowing. I'm probably going to ask you a bunch of questions after this interview. But uh, do you have any final words for the audience? Uh, no, just like I said, like I would always treat all apartment buildings like you treat your own home. You want to be able to go to bed at night knowing that it's in good condition. Because the last thing you want to do is reading the morning news that your building burned down, there's people hurt, people injured. So treat your apartment buildings like your home and then that way you'll have respect from the tenants and you'll have a better night's sleep. Nice, so if people wanted to reach out to you for consults or business, what is the best way for them to contact? I think you can call Export Electric at 204-942-9200. Uh, we do free inspections. Uh, so if you ever need an electrical inspection of your building or you just want some more advice, 
Uh, give us a call. We'll be glad to come over. Everything is free. Free estimates. Hey, free. We all love free. Yeah. All right. So that's all for today. Thanks for watching. Till next time, go with the pro. Thanks for watching this week's episode of the Winnipeg Business Podcast. If you know anyone you think would make a perfect guest for the show, please send them to the winnipegbusinesspodcast.com. Have them fill out the form and someone from our team will get back to them ASAP. Till next time. Thank you.